What up, though? Welcome to Maroon Cloth, man. Peace and keys to the people, to the Maroons out there worldwide, scattered abroad to the four corners of the world, man. All right, today we're going to be talking about, I don't know, I guess the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here, I've been writing all day, and um, I don't know, I've been on basically, like, I don't know if it's just a reaction to, you know what I'm saying, a countercultural reaction to a white supremacist paradigm that just is um, prevalent in everyday life. But honestly, man, I've been... I've been looking, I've been trying to find myself, like, in West Africa, there's a term called, I hope I'm not saying it wrong, there's a term called Janambe, or I think it might be Njambe, um, no, nah, that's, um, I got the wrong term, there's a term called Sankofa, that's my tattoo, I'm bugging, this is, I got a tattoo of that, and, um, I might even be saying it wrong, but Njambe means, um, um, God is sovereign, you know what I'm saying? None but God is sovereign. But Sankofa is the term I'm actually looking for, the Adinkra term, which means to go back, you know what I'm saying? And to, to, to reach back so that you can get back pieces of yourself, which is also, you know, alluded to in Kamisha metaphysics in terms of Isis putting Osiris back together or Arset putting Arsar back together, you know what I'm saying? Um, trying to find out the truth, man. Because when it comes to black people, it's like we're so we're so broken up. We've had our culture stripped from us. So it takes a lot more footwork for us to connect to something of substantial power outside of what? Like, what is there in America besides the system, a Eurocentric system? It's just disgusting. You can't cleave to America like that, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to get something to eat here. You got to do your business here. But you can't get your spirituality. You can't find yourself in America. Like, come on, man. That's how I feel at least. So I've done a lot of research over the past more than a decade. And uh, today I was just watching some videos. Well, I've been doing a lot today. Like, I've been recording. I've been writing. But I was watching some videos pertaining to Cannon's class, that episode where he, um, Nick Cannon, that is, he, um, he got fired, I think, from Wildin' Out because, you know what I'm saying, he was like, oh, he was just talking sovereignty and, um, about how Jews run everything, or so-called Jews run everything, and they use their power to demonstrate the point of fact that they do, and they cut him loose for telling the truth, I guess, I, it's just, it's just, it's not even ironic, it's just idiotic, but you know what I'm saying, that's the world we live in, so whatever. And he's a coward, so he went and apologized, but that's his problem, but whatever, like, and I've been watching, you know what I'm saying, Hebrew-Israelite videos, too. I remember in 2010, you know what I'm saying, I was just, I was walking with my cousins and my sister, and we in the city, and then I just heard somebody say, like, oh, black people are the chosen people of God, Yo, I'm not even gonna hold you. That resonated so strongly with me. I had never heard, like, I've been living in New York my whole life, but I never really heard anything like that before on a corner. Like, somebody just saying it. And it was the most, it was the most powerful voice somebody could even speak in. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else is just being a New Yorker, minding their business, chit chat here and there, a little noise. Nah, he projected and I heard it. And it resonated so strongly with me when he, I, I'll never forget that. Cause you don't really see people. You don't get that anywhere else. Nobody's going to tell you that you're chosen outside of 
what I experienced that day, you know what I'm saying? Which the world refers to these people as Hebrew Israelites and they refer to it as a religion or whatever. I kind of respect and I'm intrigued by the Hebrew Israelites because unlike, say, the Catholic Church, you know what I'm saying? They actually, or the so-called Jews, the Ashkenaz, the Khazars, I'm going to get into that, but they actually refer to the Bible, which is the, the most well-known book in human history. And I know a lot of doctrines stem from the Bible, stem from the scriptures that the Bible is based on, but it's very rare that you see people referring to the Bible as evidence for their own historical lineage. And these are the people telling so-called blacks that they are the princes and princesses of power, kings and priests sons and daughters of the most high god children of israel god's chosen people and they use the bible as a record that they can be justified in so i just find it very interesting they go into the the king james version of the bible 1611 and uh you know what i'm saying they they break down the scriptures Scriptures that have never even been accessed a lot of times in the entire history of some churches. Because I know a lot of churches, they don't even use the King James. And according to them, the King James is important because it was compiled by King James. So you had a lot of scholars. He had a lot of scholars working on it. Um, it's not the oldest English language Bible or the oldest Bible, but it is compiled in a way where experts in language actually referred to the scriptures to make as accurate a translation as possible because you know what i'm saying i believe that before um the kjv you had uh i think it's called the tisdale bible or something like that the the, the tyndale bible or something like that but anyway they go into the bible i don't even remember where i was but they go into the bible and they relate the prophecies of deuteronomy and other signifiers to to identify who the hebrew israelites are and they say that they're black people some of them say it also includes native american indians so-called and so-called um hispanics or latinos you know what i'm saying other others don't believe it so even within the hebrew israelites it's tricky because you have different doctrines but some of those brothers man they really be on the corner and they'd be breaking it down. Like, I'm telling you, it's it's entertaining, but you can't help but be cut, like, to your soul because they be saying stuff. And it's like, yo, they, they got a point, man. Like, a lot of the curses, I feel like any other culture going out Bible, they're not going to see themselves as the Israelites. You know what I'm saying? We go in there and we really read it. I feel like all of that applies to us. We were put into slavery on ships. We are the ones who have an evil eye toward towards our brothers, turn towards our brothers. And you got cats grilling each other over absolutely nothing other than that they look like each other. Like, who else goes through that? Cursed shall you be in the city. Cursed shall you be in the field. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, we are cursed in the city. We're being killed by police. We're killing each other. Um, we, got, we got mothers eating their own children, which is also a curse in the city you know, i.e. abortions, and we were slaves in the field, and, and we being killed in the streets. So you could go on and on. There's a lot of curses that would identify who the Israelites are at the end times, but I'm saying, like, 
I, I was brought up in Christianity and it never goes into the fact of Jesus Christ was a black man. So-called Jesus Christ was a black man or that God is a black man. You know, um, his feet like unto fine brass as if they burned in a furnace. Hair like wool. Um, like the pure wool. You know what I'm saying? Um, as white as snow. You know what I'm saying? And that could be looked at a number of ways. Like, okay, it says... Because I know in Revelation, as opposed to Daniel, I know in Daniel it says his hair is like the pure wool, in, in reference to the Most High. But then in the description of um, Jesus Christ, who the, the the person who the world refers to as Jesus Christ, it says his hair and his head were white like wool. But then it also goes on to say as white as snow. So usually when they break that down, they say his head and his hairs were white like wool but there's no comma there to say like wool but he had woolly hair man <laughs> like he had woolly hair pursuant to daniel where it's like okay his hair was like the pure wool they could have said anything you know what i'm saying they could have used snow as a texture his hair was like the pure snow if they just wanted to talk about the color they would have said his hair was like the pure snow just like they did in um revelation but you know what i'm saying so there's a lot of precept upon precept which is also um, something that's stated in the Bible that they do. They go here and then it looks like they run into another part of the Bible, but they piece it together because those are the instructions for reading the Bible actually written within the Bible. And they're all about, yo, brothers and sisters, you got to keep the commandments. You know what I'm saying? It's not just Ten Commandments. That's a movie. You got to actually keep these commandments. You know what I'm saying? There's some say 613 according to, you know what I'm saying, Deuteronomy and Leviticus, 613, I believe. But then other camps will say, that everything in the bible is a commandment anything that's decreed is a commandment so it doesn't matter where you find it in the bible so in that case there being more there be more than 613 but the most common consensus is that there are 613 you know what i'm saying um just a sidebar like when africans call themselves black i, I feel like it's a choice but we call ourselves black and other bywords because those are the appellations that are available to us. You know what I'm saying? Like we go here and there just to name ourselves, which is a problem that other people don't have, but that's also prophesied in the Bible. Who else goes through that? People don't be like, yo, I need to find myself. I need to, yo, what is before slavery? What was I like? Nobody goes through that as a nation except for us. Now you might have an orphan here or there and you know what I'm saying? Some Chinese orphan, and he doesn't know if he's Chinese or Korean or something like that. But I'm talking about, come on, man. Like, the whole slave enterprise. You got, you got, uh, it's it's a pandemic of people who don't know who they are. You know what I'm saying? For lack of a better term. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people who don't know who they are because of what happened on, in slavery. So they relate those people who don't know who they are to um, the Bible and as Israelites. God made 18 nations according to that book, and we would be the Israelites according to the Bible. Us, black people. There are no black people in the Bible. They're not called black people. They're called Israelites. So I've actually been researching that for years. You know what I'm saying? And my research um, has revealed that the Caucasians who the world refers to as Jews are descended from Khazars and that they converted to Judaism. That's easy enough, you know what I'm saying? You you could just Google that, but that that actually refers to something called Khazar hypothesis, which states that 
the Caucasians who the world recognizes as Jews actually descended from Khazarian converts to Judaism. And like, if you ever seen Mulan, how they have the Huns, believe it or not, they're kind of related to them. Um, it's a Khanate, like a Khan would be a king or a chief. And the, the Khazars were a Turkic Mongoloid tribe from the Eurasian steppe who, so it's like, basically they were Caucasians. And they they have no blood ties to the Israelites of the Bible, but what happened was they adopted their customs and practices from the Babylonian Talmud, which um, is basically the Old Testament, which was compiled and codified over centuries. And they used it to benefit them during conflicts between Christians and Muslims and to claim the lineage of the chosen people in both religions' texts so that they could take advantage of the situation. So the Khazar hypothesis has been substantiated because you have, if you go into history, you have the mass conversion of Khazars to Judaism. You can look this up by King Bulan Khazar during the 8th century. So the Khazar hypothesis, you know what I'm saying, it don't look too good because it's utilized by so-called anti-Zionist movements. But it still appears to hold credence to me when I look at it objectively. As far as the anti-Zionism goes, I'm all for that, man. Because let the truth be told, man. Like, I don't really care much about anti-Semitism, anti-Zionism, whatever, whatever. The truth is the truth, man. People trying to be us. Bump that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Nick Cannon kind of went into it. Apparently, I, I wasn't really watching it when it came out, but I watched a couple, you know what I'm saying, videos. I had nothing better to do, really. And uh, yeah, he had everything Hollywood gave him taken away from him for his remarks that the so-called Jews hold all the power. They showed him how much power they actually have. So what was the lie? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, even if you go into like um, the 8th century with the Moors... The Moors were, well, it was actually a confederation, you know what I'm saying? But let's let's refer distinctly to the Black Moors. The Black Moors, they went into the Iberian Peninsula during the 8th century. And it was the Black Moors who civilized Spain. That's why when you look at certain flags in Iberia, they'll have an ensign of a Moor. They'll have like a Moor's head. Because that's where they come from. So the more civilized Spain. And they identified the tribes there as Vandals. Which is what they referred to themselves as. And thus they named a prominent Spanish city Al-Andalus. Which means land of the Vandals. But there is an alternative etymology. Which um, is Gothic in origin. But the point being. Because the gods were there too. The gods were in Iberia also. But the Vandals actually were there, though. So it doesn't really matter if Al-Andalus means land of the Vandals or not, because the Vandals were there. And even today, the word Vandal is still used to refer to somebody who destroys or defaces um, things like property and things like that. So it's basically just some degenerate. Because that's who they were. They had no civilization. They were uncivilized people. They were savages. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these tribes, these European tribes were savage until they were civilized and taught how to bathe and taught how to do husbandry and partrition, um, partisan, partisanism, 
said partition, partisanism. Um, it's funny to me. Uh, <laughs> um, by um, by black people, and they got to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? It's a hard pill to swallow for white people. <laughs> they don't want to confront that they come from caves. The caves, the cliffs of the Caucasus Mountains. That's where you come from. That's where you come from. And you just got to deal with it, man. You just got to deal with it. It's hard for them. like Because all they want to do is just point fingers and say slick stuff to black people all day. But... If they actually go back in history, outside of the Arthurian legend, outside of what they said, you know, their mythos, Romulus and Remus, even then, you know, they come from dogs. But outside of how they paint themselves, if you go into the actual anthropology, they come from filth. And they project that on the whole world. They lash out at the whole world over it, which is really unfortunate because it causes a lot of suffering. But anyway, we are the only people who fit the description of the curses of Deuteronomy. If you look at the so-called Jew today, he's not going through any of what we're going through. He's living lavishly. He's living large. You know what I'm saying? We're the only people capable of going into that book, reading those curses, and identifying with them as a nation of people. Like It's also stated in the book that the children of Israel would lose their heritage and would have to go to their enemies in want of all things, including, namely, their heritage. So you go in want of food and thirst. But you also go for your tax money, for your stimulus check, you know what I'm saying? For your mitochondrial DNA test, for your for your history book that says that your history started in slavery or that you're an African, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that we're not African, but what I am saying is that the interesting thing about this revelation through, and by revelation, I don't mean anything biblical. I just mean how I've assimilated the information is it made me question some things. And not from a, okay... This scholar said this, and it's peer-reviewed. You know what I'm saying? It's well-documented. According to who? According to this scholar. A lot of these things are racially biased. You can tell just by um, going into Egypt and stuff like that, like how racially and politically motivated the biases are. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyway, what was I saying? Uh... I mean, all right, so, but it depends on which Bible you go into, too, but the KJV, um, I'm convinced, is actually the closest to, like, if you go into the Dead Sea Scrolls translation-wise, it's the closest to those actual ancient texts, because, all right, the Tyndale Bible is the oldest, but, and it's translated directly from Greek and Hebrew into English before the KJV, but the KJV, like I said, it commissioned a lot of scholars, and then you have the the most popular version of the Bible is the New International Version, but that was invented in the 70s to twist the words and make it to be all-inclusive and fit in with Christian philosophy and myth, which it isn't. And then you have the New Living Translation, which is even more recent, was fabricated even more recently than that. And that's what a lot of the churches that you go to use to be like, okay, God loves everybody. Okay, now give us money. You know what I'm saying? And then they go on to rape little children and do all types of atrocities and not pay for it. And those are supposed to be what? God's what? Exactly. I don't know. But um, Bible don't say Jesus came for everybody. It don't say God loves everybody. Believe it or not. And it doesn't substantiate the immaculate conception that Mary was a virgin as in she never had sex and she just had, 
you know, a son. It, Joseph is the father of Jesus, according to the actual New Testament, if you read the King James Version of the Bible. You know what I'm saying? And it's and they just switch a couple words here and there to substantiate their own agenda. But I'm just saying, like, if you go into it, if you get the proper breakdown, then it says that Joseph is the father of Jesus. I'm sure I, I I'm pretty sure you can even go into a new living translation and it'll say it, but we're we're so conditioned to okay. I went to Catholic school, so it's like, okay, um, Jesus was born of a virgin. The whole world thinks that, but it's like it 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 He's born in the likeness of his brothers in sinful flesh. It says that. You know what I'm saying? So it's all I'm saying is that it's a lot of lies told and it's a lot of incompetence when it comes to this. But it's not even a lot of it is deliberate, though. This is why I'm bringing it up, because a lot of it is actually deliberate. Like, I'm pretty sure that people have heard of the Council of Nicaea, of course. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing new at all by any stretch. It was in the fourth century. And you had other creeds, synods, and assemblies that were used to set the framework for world religion, such as Roman Catholicism, Protestantism, so on and so forth. But yeah, they go into the scriptures and they make interpretations. And who gave them the authority to make these interpretations? The Hebrew Israelites, according to the Hebrew Israelites, these people would be Edomites, man. I'm just going to cut to the chase. These people would be Edomites, the people who God hates, the so-called white people, that is. And so anyway, the Hebrew Israelites generally use the Old Testament, the Apocrypha, and the New Testament of the KJV. So the Old Testament, to sum it up, is basically the books from Genesis to Malachi, basically the books that happened a long, long time ago. The New Testament is the books that happened a long time ago. So it's essentially not a long, long time ago, just a long time ago. So um, it chronicles the life of so-called Jesus, basically. And the Apocrypha occurs between the Old and New Testament, and it contains books like Maccabees, Ezra's, Ecclesiasticus, and um, that's what it's known as the Apocrypha, and it's included in the original um, 1911, uh, 1611, 1911, 1611 KJV, and it mostly deals with the Israelites in Greek captivity. So that's a book that was omitted um like you're not gonna find any of the books in the apocrypha and it's gonna say something about like if you were to google apocrypha it'd say something i, I haven't done this in a while but i just know it to be true because i i anyway if you google apocrypha it's gonna say something like um non-canon or something like that and blah 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 but it's like it was actually omitted from the king james version of the bible it's supposed to be in there but you're not gonna find esdras you're not gonna find maccabees you're not going to find, you'll find Ecclesiastes, that's different from Ecclesiasticus. You're not going to find Ecclesiasticus in your New Living Testament or whatever it's called. Or, you know what I'm saying, New Living Version or your um, New American Scanlation or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the Israelites who deal with the Old, New, and Apocrypha, they argue that the, because they're Israelites who only deal with the Old Testament, they argue that, it's, it's like I said, there's a lot of doctrine. So according to the ones who deal with the New Testament, the old ones would be in error since the old covenant between the Most High God and the Israelites was done away with pursuant to Hosea and First Kings. And I'm pretty sure it's in referring to the breaking of the covenant. It's in other parts of the Bible, too. And that um, the, the, the person who the world refers to as Jesus Christ, some Israelites refer to him as Yeshua. Others say Yahweh Shai, things like that. 
um, he is the one who restores the covenant between Israel and God. You know what I'm saying? And it's said and repeated multiple times throughout the Bible, but still people run to John 3.16 like, oh, God so loved the world. But that's in a letter written to Israelites and it's referring to world without end Israel. You know what I'm saying? So you got you to gotta kind of not be simple like that when you go in, into the scriptures. And you got to understand that that book, whether you believe, again, whether you believe black people are Israelites or not, Whoever you believe are the Israelites, you got to kind of understand that that book is only for the Israelites. And yet the whole world is told, oh, God loves everybody. You got to ask yourself why. Like, why? Because, honestly, let's just cut to the chase again. <laughs> you know, I love to cut to the chase, right? Basically, your pastor, your pope, all these people, your imam, even though obviously that's Islam, you know what I'm saying? It's whatever religious leader, they want to pacify you. You know what I'm saying? So it's easier to control you and manipulate you. That's the point of religion. Religion, it means to 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 bind again. You know what I'm saying? Religare. You know what I'm saying? So they wanna they wanna control you. That's the whole point. So I don't know. I just find it interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, because according to them, it's like we're we're not actually African. In reference to black people, because again, you know what I'm saying? You also have Israelites who say that Hispanics and Native Americans are Israelites, but then you have ones who say, no, it's only black people. You know what I'm saying? I, I haven't formulated too much of an opinion on that. I, it, it totally depends on a doctrine. But according to the Israelites, and by, again, by Hebrew Israelites, I'm referring to the people actually out there telling you you're an Israelite. You know what I'm saying? The people you look at weird because they're wearing purple and black. I'm talking about those people, man. But anyway, according to those people, the Israelites historically fled into Western Africa to avoid Roman persecution in 70 AD. And um, actually, that's more likely to have happened than a migration into Asia Minor. Like, this happened historically. But fleeing into Africa is actually spoken... Like, there are countless times that the Israelites fled into Africa or went into Africa. And Solomon was dealing with Africans. He was dealing with... Um, the queen of Egypt or the princess of Egypt and um, the queen of Sheba in Cush or Ethiopia. You know what I'm saying? And the Bible talks about going across the the river um, in Ethiopia. So to go across the river, because to go from Israel into, I know this is, but to go from Israel into Ethiopia, there's no river involved. But then to cross the river would mean to go west of East Africa. So that would be West Africa. It'd be Central Africa, it'd be West Africa, it'd be West, anything West of Africa, you know what I'm saying? Um, so basically, we fled into, into West Africa. We aren't those people. We had distinct cultural practices from the Africans who they identify as the Hamites in the Bible. Then we were sold into slavery by, through the work of the Most High, apparently, uh, as the Europeans and Africans and other nations were confederate to cut us off from being a nation. And the transatlantic slave trade actually followed after the Arabic slave trade, which is what confounds me, you know what I'm saying? It confounds me when I see black Muslims. I just don't understand why you would want to practice an Arabic religion and think you're doing something. But, you know what I'm saying? That was supposedly our punishment for not keeping the commandments, and we suffer to this day. So... 
the so-called Hispanics and Native Americans, them being Israelites, it's more um they were here before so-called blacks according to the bible because it's chronicled in the bible that the northern tribes of the kingdom of israel which would be um ephraim manasseh issachar um zebulon so forth and so forth um there there are i think nine of them and three southern tribes which would be judah benjamin and levi anyway the the northern kingdom they they came to north america by ship and that was actually spoken of in the bible they came they came here um but not through slavery they came here of their own accord and um yeah so basically if your patrilineal line is of so-called blacks hispanics and native americans then you're an israelite like i spent most of my life embracing africanism um as a counterculture because again the you know what i'm saying because of white supremacy and the things that it does in the education system you got to kind of combat combat that i was told my whole life i was african so it was very easy for me to accept that as a fact however something about being told that i was an israelite designate you know what i'm saying uh it resonated doesn't it resonated with my spirit you know what i'm saying no one else is on the corners the streets telling black people that they're God's chosen people. You know what I'm saying? Um, Kemet has copied much of this template. Template, like if you go into Kemet, like the Kemetians in New York, they don't or Harlem, they don't typically claim descent from Egyptians, though. And you know what I'm saying? Of course, there's a lot of uncertainty around who the original Egyptians actually were, and like. Kemet, and by Kemet, I mean black, you know what I'm saying, the black people with the Ankhs and stuff like that, they teach that the ancient Egyptians were um, unambiguously black. But scholastically speaking, that's a minority view categorized in the black Egyptian hypothesis. And I've also done extensive research on that topic in the past and... Right, so my understanding is that the school of thought that purports the legitimacy of the so-called black Egyptian hypothesis is that the original inhabitants of Egypt come from sub-Saharan Africa and that they migrated northward along the Nile during a migrational period when Saharan desert became savanna grasslands thousands of years ago. It became savanna grassland, adequate for sustaining travel of large groups um, over long periods of time. And there is archaeological evidence to support that. You have Nile boats, common pottery and artifacts and cultural practices between Egyptians of various dynasties that are in common with um, other sub-Saharan African cultures. You know, you have these artifacts. Um, that can be found continuously along the Nile and into the Delta in Egypt. So what you have going on, which is a problem you're going to encounter no matter what, you know what I'm saying? Much of the modern science points to ancient Egyptians being genetically and phenotypically identical to modern Egyptians. But that's probably a lie, honestly. I'm just going to call it how I see it, man. The field of Egyptology is based heavily in racial and political biases, which is why whitewashing has been utilized for centuries and other tactics, because it's evidently terribly important 
for white people to cut dark-skinned people off from any sort of heritage and prevent them from getting to the truth. Like, nah, they not going to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, how are we conditioned to think the truth is hatred anyway? I don't understand. But anyway, you're going to get this truth. But um, so modern Egyptians actually are a mix of several groups um, who have come to exist during many dynastic shifts and occupations. They're a mixture of romans you had roman occupation you had greek occupation and dynasties in egypt um and this came way after the indigenous or original egyptians and way after the fifth dynasty which is when um no i believe the fourth dynasty which is when you had pyramids being the pyramids of giza came in the fourth dynasty i believe it was the fourth not the fifth and you had carthaginians who um the carthaginians are black people like Phoenicians, uh, Mediterranean people, but it also had some um, some people identical genetically to modern Europeans as well. Again, this is another confederation, you know, nations, and there were a lot more confederations than nations back then. So it wasn't really like just one homogenous, we are this people type of thing. And then, you know, obviously Egypt also became that over time. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to dispute that, but originally I believe that it was black, just like you have Somalia and you know what I'm saying? And then, of course, you have Arabs who originate from the Syrian steppes who have influenced the gene pool of Egyptians extensively. And all North Africa, the Arabization of North Africa alone is responsible for much of what we see in that part of the world today. So, I don't know. There are a lot of skeletal similarities that have been deduced between ancient Egyptians, Somalis, and Nubians. So my guess would be that the original people of Egypt, or Kemet, uh, which means black land in um, Medunetra, or the sacred language, were similar in appearance to modern Somalis. Um, anyway, but when it comes to making a connection, like a lot of commissions tend to like to do, between Egyptians and West Africans, that's where I kind of stop because they're clearly distinct cultures and peoples, but whatever, you know, the point of all this, I suppose, is that we're being told lies, you know what I'm saying? We're supposed to accept that modern North Africans are identical genetically to ancient ones, even after more than a well-documented millennium of admixture and outside influences, you know what I'm saying? Even after all that, they're supposed to be the same people. We're supposed to believe that the Jewish man is a Jew, even though Israel has had among the highest recorded skin cancer rates in the world until they began heeding advice from professionals to stay indoors because they were being cooked by the sun in a land that they, you know, supposedly belong in. But whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, somehow they're the indigenous people of the part of the world, you know what I'm saying, that they now claim and inhabit due to United States backing, by the way. Not the most ties. Um, Israel receives billions in welfare from the United States. So clearly the run, the world is run by so-called Jews. That much is evident. Anyway, it's a black, black world. Stop stealing Boba tea. The white man is the devil that the Bible speaks of. And I will see you next week. Peace.